ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to December 10th, 2020 version of Under the Wrong Rock Strictly Sports Podcast with Michael and Scott. Michael's in the building wearing a, a, a jersey. My Ronaldo there, jersey. The Ronaldo Juventus jersey. Um, and I am wearing a soccer jersey as well. Well, a warm-up kit from uh, the Colorado College Club men's Hell yeah. soccer team. The best team in the world. Um, our, our main shirt sponsor is Jose Muldoon's and on the back, we got Weber, uh, liquor store. Two iconic, uh, <laughs> iconic sponsors. Iconic, iconic Colorado Springs brands. Yep. Uh, uh, we got another great, great lineup. Uh, we're getting into the nitty gritty, uh, playoff yeah. football. Yeah, dude, we had a wild week of sports in general. Yeah. yeah. All, all over. We got playoff football. Um, well, playoff games, Everything. I guess, um, are not here yet, but, games that mean something for the playoffs yep. um, in the NFL. And then we got in the premier league, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the rigmarole of uh, late December, December, early January. December, December football. Yep. Continental football is over. We're on a two month break for that, <laughs> which is sad, sad but um, you know, get some cup games, you know, it, oh, yeah. it, it, it only gets better from here. Yeah. True. Um, title race is heating up. Yeah, all the good teams are at the top except for yours. Or actually, not except for yours. Truly, that's what I meant to say. Every every yeah. <laughs> top six team is up there challenging, except for fucking this one. <laughs> except for our buddies over in. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if you guys are in North London. I was going to say North London, but you know, it's kind of we kind of own North London. So fuck you. Um, uh, let's get. We stayed in Islington. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some news, uh, some video game news from the past week. Hell yeah, we like this video game news. It's I don't know what it is. It's always this time of year. There's always like new stuff to play, well, which it's, is really it's, fun because it's it's Christmas, holiday yeah. season. So you know, gifts are coming out, and yep. uh, that's the. But uh, yeah, the big one, the, the big game that came out actually today, too, as of recording, is Cyberpunk 2077, which was designed by. CD Projekt Red, who are the people that did Witcher and uh, God of War. So two hugely popular games. And this one I was particularly excited about. They announced it years ago. It's been in development for like seven, eight years, which is ridiculous. And imagine I was telling you, Scott, beforehand, because you weren't you didn't really know what it is. Imagine like GTA, but in the future. So it's super futuristic neo craziness. Um, It's a humongous map. It's kind of overwhelming, to be honest. At first, I played like two hours last night. And I was telling you just how big the the game is and how your decisions can alter how you finish the game or what the end the ending is like, which is sick. Um, and usually in, in story driven games, you have like an hour or so before you get like the main title sequence. From what I've heard, you don't get that until like seven, eight hours in the game. So it's it's massive. It's long. Um, there's tons of stuff to do. I mean, you, I could talk about it for an hour and I still wouldn't even cover everything that's in the game. But it's super exciting. I'm having tons of fun playing it. Like I said, I only played two hours, but I pre-ordered it on the Xbox, which wasn't uh, a smart move because it doesn't run great on the original Xbox just because there's so much detail and so much texture. Um, But I've heard if you're on like an Xbox um, One X, it's all right. And same with PlayStation 4. But I luckily have it on the the PlayStation 5 and it, it looks insane. It, it, I, I booted it up for the first time and I was like, holy shit. It just, it runs so smooth. And it's like, damn, if this is what the next generation of, of gaming looks like, I'm totally here for it. So 
if you're a fan of that kind of game, RPG style game, go for it. Keanu Reeves is in it, which is dope. He's like a main character. I haven't met him yet, but I'm really excited too. So awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's cool what, what video games are continuing to continue to take steps oh, yeah. forward. Um, I mentioned... and they're just, they're looking so good too. Like you, yeah, look at this game. You're like, holy shit, this looks just gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was GTA Five that did really um, yeah. flip a page uh, because, I mean, we're seeing it from a lot of different games mm-hmm. now, um, Far Cry, um, and uh, Valhalla, Assassin's, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed. yeah, um, to name a few that that are saying, yeah, let's let's Dude, when let's... GTA Six hits, whenever that will be, whether it's three four years yeah. from now red dead red dead red dead 2 red, was fucking awesome we love yeah. that game but 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 yeah but i mean it's it just shows you know i mean i definitely see it. i mean i play the assassin's creed a lot and it just shows the effort that goes into yeah. it um from research design like the i mean it's virtual but it's still a, mm-hmm. a version of costume design yeah, all the stuff down that so much goes like, into yeah. it. it it's, it's mind-blowing yeah. It is. It's crazy how well you mentioned GTA, how well that game still holds up like seven, yeah. eight years later. It's insane. I, I played it when like early quarantine. I redownloaded yeah. it and played the whole story. I and, want and to. I want to see how it, it looks on the PS5 because they're, they're coming out with a new update too, which is insane Sweet. that they still update the game. So, all right. Well, um, one of, in my opinion, as a obviously biased fan, one of the best soccer games um, of this year, possibly of the past couple of years, was played on um, Monday night. And definitely that is influenced by my own bias, but also the... Definitely one um, of the best, the best probably MLS game we've seen in recent years, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I can't think of one that was better. I mean, the Sounders have had a couple because they've done stuff like this before, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they were down three nil at one point in one game. It was a random regular season game. They were down three mm-hmm. nil. I think they came back and won at four three. Um, so that was exhilarating for sure. But just in terms of the stakes and in terms of when the goals were scored. Yeah. Um, if you don't know MLS Western Conference Finals, Minnesota United was playing Seattle Sounders. I'm a big Sounders fan. Went into it with no high way, hopes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, went into it with high hopes. Uh, they had an amazing player, um, Reynoso, who is just their set set piece specialist. Scored a free kick goal in the first half, yeah. and then Holy he got the assist um, to a big all center back um, in the second half um, to make it two nothing. That was about the sixty second minute, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Sounders went. It's the Western Conference Finals. We got to go all out attacking. They brought on another attacker named Will Bruin. Um, so then they were two up top, which is rare for the Sounders. And he put one in in the 75th and then in the 90th off a corner um, found the back of the net to tie the game. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'm saying, I'm thinking, I don't I want no that Jordan Morris. forgot that Jordan Morris crossbar too. Jordan he Morris. crushed the crossbar. He, and that was right before that second goal. So yep. we went from, oh, that goes bar down and in one, one game. I feel comfortable because we've been controlling yeah. the game. Yeah. We get a cheap, stupid foul. We can allow a free kick, mm-hmm. um, and they deliver a good one in there. Goes two nothing. So, Bruin scores, make it two one. Yep. Raúl Ruiz Diaz scores off the corner, make Legend. it two two. And then I'm thinking, let's not do anything stupid here. Yep. I'm comfortable. I think we'll win with 30 minutes of extra time. I'm very mm-hmm. comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But the Sounders, man, they they, they, they say fuck that. We, we want 30 minutes of rest. Uh, we don't want to play those extra 30. So they on another corner. Uh, put it in Gustav Svensson, the Swedish international started, started games for Sweden in the world cup. Um, 
he uh, puts it in on the header. Off well, the when was that? Um, the the Rui Diaz goal that was disallowed too. That was early in the second half, okay. and that that was that that was that was, that was also frustrating. That was well, questionable. The he thing like is, pushed off of if for context, yeah. he like pushed off of the defender, and the defender fell over. It was they say it was pushing the back, right? Yeah, stuff and, from the back. I mean, I think the center back goes down easy. Yeah, um, and I, I, I think it's – if you're a center back or a goalkeeper, if, if I'm neutral in this game, if mm-hmm. I'm, like, watching the Eastern Conference Finals between mm-hmm. the crew and um, the Revolution, and, and, and I see that as somebody who has a goalkeeping background, I go, that's a foul. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you push yeah. them off. Um, if you're a striker, you say – the Raul Ruiz Diaz is five foot five. Yeah, stri- just, that tiny center lad. back like, is six foot five. Yeah. Like you're going to go down that easy versus a little four. It didn't look like a lot of contact. No, it um, was, yeah, it was, it could have gone either way. Yeah. So it's, it's really how it's called on. I mean, it's really, you know, how the ref sees it when he, yeah, he comes back. Totally. Cause he, cause he allowed it. He said, play on, let's get a goal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what Vieira is for so that he can go back and look at it. And, and, and I'm happy in the end that the goal that the ref didn't let his own ego get in the way um, mm. of making to what he thought was the best call. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, the, the commentator said, and the commentator is, is a striker, I believe Stu Holden. Um, yeah. He was and, immediately and he, like, that. he said foul. it's a, it's a foul. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's one of those where it's, it's soft. Um, yeah. As, as the soft. kids would say, um, and a smart play by the center back yeah. to just go down instead of trying to take out, um, Instead of having a, you know, but yeah, dude, play, I'm so I'm so bummed. I did I didn't turn it on. I'm I, so I, bummed I didn't turn it. And you were is, like off your phone because you didn't want to jinx it. I threw so it I into the fucking corner I of the room. <laughs> I didn't um, know what 15. happened until well, I saw that they that you guys equalized, and I was like, oh, that's when I said, okay, cool, we're going to penalties. And then Mike said, like, think again, and I was like, no way, they just scored again. Yeah, oh it, it was it was one of the I mean, and I and I said it to um, to you and I tweeted mm-hmm. it out. But in terms of a Seattle sports moment, um, in terms of the just like the raw emotion and jubilation that mm-hmm. that uh, that I felt in that moment. Um, I mean, it's um, I, I'm sure for you, it's comparable to you know, a clutch Steph shot that he's made to to ice some finals game by Thompson. Or like, uh, the, I remember, I will always remember in 2014, the Travis Ishikawa walk off home run Giants, and the, yeah. Yeah, to get the Giants into the World Series. There's always those few sports moments that you remember exactly where you were in what happened. Yeah, I, yeah, because. I, and, and I mean, it's funny because the Seahawks won the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. 43 to eight. So I didn't I never had that moment of pure jubilation. Yeah, we're going to win for sure. It's mm-hmm. just that that was a gradual. Oh, this is going to be a beatdown. Yeah. And there was moments of of joy. But then it was sad at some point because um, yeah. Peyton Manning was just getting the shit beat out of him. The best one um, when you're on the edge and you don't know which way the result's yeah. going to go. And then your and, team pulls it off. You're like, oh, and, and that that's why sports is is the greatest thing ever. Because yeah, because um, you can go from that Jordan Morris crossbar being mm-hmm. we almost won it to. Uh, the goal right after that and me mm-hmm. writing writing the eulogy um for the season um that was for the sounders but they're playing in the finals they they just flew into columbus yesterday oh so um, it's in columbus it, yeah because okay. it's based off of points per game and columbus had 0.01 points per game um this this regular season better than the sounders because they didn't play the same amount damn um, that's so it's that it's frustrating sucks. do you know if they'll have fans um, They'll have a few 
Mm. No, um, no visiting fans. I believe okay. it'll be, it'll be, it'll be picked out of their season ticket holder mm. um, pot, um, which I mean, I'm not too far from Columbus here in Chicago. That's I would have considered doing it, uh, even though I'm not a big fan of, 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 you know, being in a stadium during, during a pandemic still. It'd be cool. Um, even if you could like go and find a place to watch it later, it's bummer. Like you can't like go to like a nearby like building yeah. or something and watch it from there. Yeah, no, but I'll, I'll enjoy it um, from home, and hopefully I'll enjoy a, a back-to-back championship. I'm making a hype tape, so keep an eye out for that. Oh yeah, um, we'll repost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be big. I'm I'm hoping it goes uh, it goes a little bit viral, um, at least through Sounders Country, because uh, I'm sick. about halfway done with it, and it's hype as fuck. How long right is now. it? Probably like a minute or so. About a minute and a half. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's great. Sick. I'm excited to see it. All right, uh, new shows on Netflix this year as well. Or this yeah. year, this week, this day, this month. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Big Mouth season four. I have loved Big Mouth since it came out. It's a crazy animated show um, about kids going through puberty. And it's Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, Maya Rudolph. I mean, it's like an all-star cast. And they've. what's great about the show is they've, they handle like very relatable issues. And I think they now in the fourth season have kind of gradually found their footing and their, what they do well in this season, especially, I think they, they full on nail the, the comedy, but also relatable problems um, method right on its head. Like, I mean, they handle in this episode or in this season, I should say specifically, they handle um, anxiety and depression and they're all through these like weird animals or creatures so there's tito the anxiety mosquito it's like this is little mosquito that just like buzzes around and like creates anxiety for these kids and they like learn how to deal with obviously like anxiety and how to come over it and then there's the depression kitty who's just like cute little purple cat it's they make it seem so harmless but like then you realize how relatable and you're like man i i went through very similar things at these kids age which is it's cool it's great and then talking about cast um absolutely just stellar cast in the first three episodes i believe um the kids are at summer camp and not only is john oliver a a camp counselor but while we also have seth rogan who's a, a camper and i mean they're just hilarious on top of an already great cast it's it it has quickly become one of my like favorite shows just because i can laugh but also you get you take something away from it which is kind of great so if you're into weird, hilarious comedy and strange musical numbers, give it a shot. Sweet, sweet. I've I've always, I've never been huge in general into into like adult cartoons. Yeah, kind of. That's fair. Um, I, I've liked them a little bit, and and I think that's what kept, that's what's kept me away from Big Mouth. Mm. Um, is like, I mean, I like more live action um mm-hmm. comedy series you got that's some static in your microphone right now give it a little twisty twist good we oh yeah better. much better what that is all about yeah no um, i agree i've never been a big um adult like comedy either like i've watched family guys south park here and there but never like fully invested yeah. in it this is definitely this season especially season four has definitely been the best one by far yeah, I mean, it seems like it, it kind of has the cast that can yeah. transcend it. It's not just uh, what's his face, who's the Family Guy guy, uh, Seth MacFarlane Seth, doing yeah. five thousand voices, and, and and I mean, I, I like I, I love John Oliver t- uh, tonight. 
the the late show no last, last week, week tonight last week last tonight, week tonight with john i love those um yeah yeah i love I, lo- I love his you know his obviously mm-hmm. like i i think it's it's really good uh a way to approach politics mm-hmm. um the way he does it in the show but um but but i mean i love his comedy there too yeah. and i didn't um, even mention in this in this season too there's some great well i mean in, in the whole show there's great fourth wall breaks and there's also we love that um back in mid-summer or something as they were recording the show they switched uh voice actors for this um for the character who her name's missing she's a um she's a black girl in the show and she was voiced by a white actor and so they changed voice actors halfway through the show and they like even did that with a fourth fourth wall break when she's like learning because she's she's half black half white she's got a black dad white mother so she's like figuring out like what it means to be black and she's like i'm like a and she's like describing this in first person she's like i'm even voiced by a 37 year old white actress like it's 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 great they yeah. do such a good job with this show and they just they handle such important issues but in such a comical like very relatable way yeah it's dope uh keep it on entertainment real quick hell yeah this is i believe this is the final week that i'll update you um that i'm in the midst of Ooh. my mcu mar- marathon mm-hmm. um four to go uh finished ragnarok yesterday i love so that movie we got ant-man and wasp nice and the wasp yeah ant-man and the wasp i believe ant-man and the wasp um and then infinity war end game and then far from home um i don't believe i've seen ant-man and the wasp in its entirety mm-hmm. uh, i think i've i always think i was you know somewhere where it was playing but i didn't mm-hmm. pay full attention to it um and and i have not seen spider-man far from home um, oh really i love far from home it's great yeah yeah so i, I mean i'm excited for it it's great um, this this final chapter, um, Ragnarok was the one we watched last night, and uh, I, I think that might be on the top of my MCU list. Um, it's one of at my, least before these these. I yeah, mean, maybe Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm not expecting that much from. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be. It's not gonna be bad. But, Ragnarok is awesome. But but I mean, Taika Waititi is just stud a gem, and and, yeah. and I, I I think I I hope it has continued to influence um, these big these big movie moguls um, to take chances on, you know, like independent uh, filmmakers. Cause that's really what Taika Waititi he's, was. He's like, directed a handful of Mandalorian episodes as well. Yeah, I know. And they're, and they're always funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go back, I mean, it, 10 years ago, maybe even less than that, he was, he was a uh, film. He was directing like, you know, not high budget, like yeah. New Zealand, um, like films. Yeah. Um, and uh and and they said okay let's let's take take a chance on a, on a guy like this where you know he i think he pays attention to the little details all these oh, yeah. little shots and everything that you see mm-hmm. in there and also it's just funny as fuck like yeah. i th- i think it is the funniest movie in the mcu uh, by i mean guardians of the galaxy maybe comes close um but uh it's very dry humor too especially with hulk it's so yeah. funny yeah and and uh, and then uh, and Krog, Krog. Yes, yeah, the rock, the rock dude, guy. rock he's guy. So fucking funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you know the New Zealand accent on top of it. Yeah, it's great. It's just, I mean, it's you just everything he says, you laugh at it already, but then yeah. he just says the gooniest shit you've ever heard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I'm excited for the final uh, final four. Hell yeah. And uh, zooming and, yeah. towards the end. 
I know. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're on the final stretch here. Won't be watching on Saturday uh, because of the Sounders, but and mm-hmm. won't be watching tonight. Um, but tomorrow, I think here. Wait, I got a question for you, real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we watch the Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp first or Infinity War? Because Ant- the Ant-Man and the Wasp goes up to. I mean, the end credit scene yes. is the end yes. of. Infinity and, War. Yes, I mean and, yes, Infinity War. Infinity, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that should go second, and I think that should break up Infinity War and Endgame. I like that because that that's works. kind of that's kind of uh, was that how, of, how how were they released? It they was, were released Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp. That's right. Okay. I yeah. Um, I think you watch it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be, because if you're going chronologically, technically. Ant-Man and the Wasp starts before Infinity War because Infinity yes. War only lasts over 24, 48 hours, something yep. like that. Yep. Um, but um, Ant-Man and the Wasp pretty much ends, ends technically right yeah. after. I mean, yeah. after in a way that... And, and it's just good to break up Infinity War and Endgame, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a um, lot of movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you, you, so many characters, so much shit happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think that's what we're gonna do. Nice. But now it's time finally to get to some sports for the two minute warning. Oh, yeah, we All right, good news. Last week, yeah, a lot, lots of lots of mayhem. Um, last week we both did good on NFL. Um, definitely some interesting results that kept oh, the, us. The Browns, bro. The Browns. The Browns. We both busted that one. We both picked the Texans to win. That didn't happen. We both picked the Seahawks to win. We're not going to talk that Detroit. much about that. <laughs> Seahawks. Arizona. I picked Detroit. You picked Chicago. Yeah, um, so I got screwed. you on that, that one. Me. Arizona lost to the Rams. We both picked them. And yeah. then obviously Washington, the football team, taking down Pittsburgh. Um, which, you know, maybe we picked Pittsburgh, but I think we were both right because we've both been saying that Pittsburgh is yeah. overrated. We knew it was going to happen. And, uh, yeah, and it's huge. Uh, now, all of a sudden, they don't even have a bye in the playoffs yeah. um, because Kansas City um, owns the tiebreaker um, as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's get Crazy to – Crazy week uh, coming up. Important games, Very sure. important. Uh, real quick, standings-wise, Yep. Um, let's just go through it. Rams and Seahawks tied at 8-4 and four on top of the division. The tiebreaker is head-to-head, and the Rams – have head to head over the Seahawks right now. They will play in week 16. Um, We're in week 14 right now. Correct. Um, So, and the Rams play tonight. uh, Yes. In about two uh, hours. Thursday night football. Yeah. As we are recording this on Thursday night. Um, So that's definitely a game to watch because both those teams are looking at playoffs. New Orleans, they clinched a playoff berth. They haven't clinched their division yet. They're only three games up on Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, Tampa Bay is 7-5. New Orleans is 10-2. NFC East, all of a sudden, I mean, they're still the laughing stock, but the two leaders, Giants and the Washington football team, tied at 5-7, both coming off big wins versus teams that – They proved that they can can compete. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to go – I mean – if the Seahawks don't win the NFC West, then they're probably going to go to the go to whoever like they're going to travel to the home of whoever yeah. wins the NFC East, uh-huh. and that's looking like New York, Washington, and neither of those teams um, are going to be like easy a fun wins. place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So could be interesting. NFC North Packers um, are up um, in that one. Look like they're going to win it unless Minnesota has a miracle comeback there at six and six, three games behind the yeah. Packers. Bills lead the East. 
ahead of the Dolphins and the six and six New England Patriots. Titans and Colts are tied at eight and four atop the AFC South. Pittsburgh leads the AFC North 11 and one. Cleveland is in second, which uh, if you would have told me that at the beginning of the year, I don't know if I would have believed you. Maybe I would have believed you if you would have said Cleveland would have been second behind Baltimore. Yeah. Um, but Baltimore mm-hmm. at seven and five, they are on the outside looking in right now, yeah, I think. Definitely. Um, and then Kansas City is looking pretty good. They clinched the playoff yeah, man, spot and good. they um, are followed four games behind them are the Raiders. Um, they have a chance to win the AFC West mm-hmm. um, to this um, this Sunday. All right. Yeah. So on the outside looking in, surprising teams on the outside looking in, um, the Washington football team, mm-hmm. technically they're on the outside um, to the, to the giants and San Francisco 49ers. Um, they're sitting right outside that playoff spot. Yep. Lions and the bears are five and seven as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of, lots of craziness there. And then in the AFC, Raiders and the Ravens are each sitting on the outside at seven and yeah, five um, Colts dolphins and Titans are the three wildcard spots there, which is super interesting Vikings after, I think they started one and six. Yeah. One and did. five. Yeah. Um, terrible. And now they're six and six and they're in the sixth spot, um, which is, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do versus Tampa Bay this week mm. um, coming up, but that's enough talking about where we're at. Um <laughs> I mean, we could talk just all day about what the season is thus far, but we're yeah. going to touch on it all um, by predicting the upcoming games. Patriots at the Rams. We talked about it a little bit. Patriots, they win this game, and they look like they're pretty close to a playoff spot. Yeah. But they got to go to Southern California and take on the NFC West leading Rams. Um, you think Bill Belichick will get it done, or the young guy Sean McVay will uh, take him down in a rematch of the Super Bowl Super two Bowl. years ago? Yeah. This is – interesting because i mean both um teams kind of need this win if they want to push for a, a a high seed in the playoffs um patriots especially because they're still kind of they're on the outside right now yeah they're on they're on the cusp still and they came off a huge win last week um against yeah. the chargers team 45 yeah, another los angeles team yep um, but that being said, I think the Rams have a, a good chance to win this one. I still think Patriots, even though they came off a great win last week, are still a bit inconsistent. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout, though, but I'm going I'm going Los Angeles. Uh, I think uh, I think Belichick has McVay's number. Um, OK, that's dating fair. all the way back to that Super Bowl. Um, these guys don't play a lot because it's AFC, NFC. Um, but uh, but I feel good about New England. They, they, they showed up last week. And they did. Uh, I mean, their special teams even was really impressive. They Olachevsky or whatever their uh, their punt returner's name. I think he returned one for a touchdown. He should have had one the week before, but it got got called back on a kind of sketchy block in the back call. Yeah, um, I remember that. So yeah, so I got New England to pull it off, and that'd be a big uh, that'd be a big help to the uh, Seahawks if they got that done. That's true too. So uh, you know, sending good vibes. New England's way, which, you know, I don't yeah, you usually root do. for New England, but, no. uh, and I rooted, f- I, I, I did not root for them in the Super Bowl when they played the Rams. I, I rooted for our uh, division rival, LA, and, mm-hmm. and then they, then they fucking blew it. So, um, fuck them, and I hope they lose. Uh, 
And Jared Goff <laughs> is a not shitty a good quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> uh, speaking of not good quarterbacks that are still getting paid, uh, Kirk Cousins <laughs> is in Tampa Bay um, taking on the uh, Buccaneers. Uh, you know, I could take a shot at Tom Brady, but I, I won't yet. But they're they're very hit or miss, and so are the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I gut check kind of for Flip both of these coin. teams. Yeah, Flip so Vikings and Bucks in South Florida. Who you got? I'm flipping that imaginary coin. I'm putting it on my hand and flipping it over and it's saying heads. And I just delegated heads as the Buccaneers. So we're going to have a bay. <laughs> Very scientific process. Uh, Thank there. you. Uh, I'm going to go against you just because. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Minnesota. I can't really make an argument for either team. They're both inconsistent and they're both. They're, yeah. You, you don't like, know. I mean, what version? You don't of know exactly team what gonna team's going to show up. Yeah, you know, are you going to get the Dalvin Cook Cook five touchdown team? Or are you going to get the um, Kirk Cousins five interception team? Yeah, exactly. Um, who knows? And same with the Bucks. Yeah. Um, Cardinals at six and six. All of a sudden, they were my pick to win the Super or to go to the Super Bowl versus Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Then they played the Seahawks, and I don't know what the Seahawks did to them, but uh, they they spiked their drink. DK scared and them. They have not recovered from it. Yeah, I guess. I guess Buda Baker's just been running from DK yeah. um, for the past couple of weeks. Um, they go to the Giants, who come off an impressive win against the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. in Seattle. And I watched that whole game, and I'm really impressed by them. I mean, Colt McCoy made the plays when he needed Colt to. McCoy. Their running game made the plays when they needed to. They broke off a big run here, a big run there. However, um, Seattle blocked a kick late in this in the first half mm-hmm. um and this a young special teams guy for seattle um just didn't have the presence of mind to to make sure he recovered the ball in bounds yeah um, so t- instead he was touching out of bounds when he recovered the ball and it goes down as a safety instead of a touchdown if he recovers that in bounds technically really good at the points total yeah and the seahawks win that game um so however the defense had a massive performance blake martinez um, who's a linebacker for the Giants. He was a stud. He showed up. Um, both these teams need wins because the Cardinals yeah. are outside the playoff picture looking in. The Giants are tied with uh, Washington um, for a playoff spot in the, from the NFC East. I don't know. I just don't think the Giants are going to get – I think they're going to – this can be a bit of a hangover game for them. I think they think, all right, we just beat a great Seahawks team. Yeah. And I just don't think they respond. And I think if you're the, the Cardinals, you're thinking this has to be a must-win game. Carly, Kyler Murray needs to go off. And I think the, yeah. the Cardinals should, I think, cruise, to be, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the Giants' offense for most of that game, other than a few big runs and then uh, a couple – game manager type throws from Colt McCoy uh, to finish him off. The defense for the Seahawks looked really good against the um, Giants. Um, and I think the Cardinals defense is better than the Seahawks defense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got studs. They got Buda Baker. They Patrick Peterson's still good. Uh, defensive line is good. I'm going to go with you and say Arizona will, will win, but man, you know, NFC East, I, I don't know. They, they are hard up. ones to read. Toss up. Back to Florida. Chiefs, 11-01. Now they're in control of their own destiny, I yep. believe, um, as they're nodded with, with Pittsburgh. And I think Pittsburgh is going to get a couple more losses. I don't know if Kansas City is. Um, they go to uh, Miami to play the Dolphins. Uh, do they get it done in yeah. Florida? Yes, absolutely. Casey are just – they're rolling. I just think they're just – 
too consistent of a team. It it really falls on Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. There's too many players um, that need to play terrible games for KC to lose, and I just don't think Miami are the team to undo them. Yeah, I mean, I think KC does a good job at any weakness on your team. They find a way to um, exploit it without a doubt. It. And, and I think the biggest weakness that you can have against them is not having stability at the quarterback position. And even though um, I believe it's Tua right now that's getting the call. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not sure. It, it's one of those things where there's not 100% confidence in him to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is kind of always looming over his shoulder. Um, and and I, I think the teams that have been close to Kansas City this year, um, you take a look at, Las Vegas, Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback there. Yeah. And even Denver, Drew Locke is the starting quarterback, and they yep. give him a run for their money. Um, and that just allows, uh, you know, a quarterback to, to loosen up and be relaxed. I don't I don't think this will be close, honestly. Um, I think the Dolphins be. are a playoff team, but I think Kansas City is in kind of a league of their own. Um, yeah, the entire doubt. AFC um, is uh, is going to struggle. Um and I'm sure we'll get to Super Bowl picks here in a few, yeah. but I don't think any of our AFC picks have changed, even though Kansas City did struggle yep. against Denver. Mm-hmm. Titans at the Jaguars. Do the one-win Jaguars get a chance? Have a chance? Nope. Mm-mm. Even even though Tennessee's kind of struggled recently, they didn't. They gave they, did they not show up against yeah. the Browns in the first yeah. half. They they really did not. They they made the Browns look like a really good team, and the Browns are an okay team. Yeah. Um. They yeah, made Baker but, look like a good quarterback. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, what? Um, and I'm not going to make the mistake of leaving Jarvis Landry on my bench again because that lost Yeah, with OBJ fantasy. out, with OBJ yeah. out, he's, uh, he's become more and more of a weapon, and Baker's yeah. saying, hey, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee should win this game. If they don't, I mean. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Tennessee uh, should win this game. Um for sure. And I mean, I don't, I don't think even Jacksonville wants to win the game because right now they're yeah. in a number two spot and uh, yep. you know, we'll, we'll talk about the jets soon, but you know, it, they, they might be able to pull a win out of their ass at some point. Um, but let's, let's, let's go to two teams that are also struggling to pull wins out of their ass three and nine Cowboys. I'm loving seeing them at three and nine. Yeah. Um, and the Bengals, the only interesting thing about this game is Andy Dalton uh, first time, back in Cincy playing um, mm-hmm. the team that he became a star with. For, I mean, can we call star? him a star at some point? He was, he was locked in at starting quarterback for eight, nine years there. Um, and he was their guy and they continually called on him and he never answered. And, and now yeah. he's uh, kind of in that role of good Un- back unreliability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, he's the highest paid backup, I think. Um, yeah. And, uh, and he, he's, he's there and I don't have anything against Eddie Dalton, but, uh, I hope he doesn't win this game just cause uh, I would love a double digit last season for the Cowboys. Yeah. That'd be um, that. I got the Bengals taking this one home. The only reason I'm supporting the Cowboys is because I'm waiting for Ezekiel Elliott to do something. <laughs> You'd think that he'd be turning it on I know. with, uh, with no, with no quarter. Well, like that that would have been a good thing, but he's only gone get downhill it. since then. It doesn't make any sense. Wait, like, remind you—you you didn't draft Zeke though, did you? Remind? No. So, so Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sam. Oh, I know exactly what happened. I just want you to say it. So Sam wanted Alvin Kamara, and Sam was tanking in our fantasy league, and 
I had Alvin Kamara who was playing great. And he's like, I'll give you Ezekiel Elliott, who was, who was playing okay, like decent at the time. And he gave me a draft pick too. And I was like, all right, it's cool. Screw it. I'll be fine. I'll trade him Kamara and get a draft pick out of it. And I'll just take Zeke. And man, that was a fucking mistake. And now Sam has weaseled his way into the playoffs, beating Somehow. me to send me to the toilet bowl. And he's dropping like 200 a week. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm struggling to put up like 100, 130. My team yeah. is just not pretty. And you, so and you, I believe you have to pay, play him in the first round of the playoffs. Um, I don't care. As long as I'm not in the toilet bowl or chilling. I was there last year and I, I did not huge, want to be there again. It's stressful because it's three yeah. weeks to stress. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to plan ahead all the way to week 16. I yeah. looked at the schedule, getting a good def- the best defense that week, getting the best kicker that week. Yeah, smart Trying man. to see who smart the matchups man. are going to be that week because I think I'm playing Ethan, and and he's not even going to open up the app until the no, Sunday dude, morning. He beat me, yeah. though. He fucking beat me this last week. Hey, that's more of a comment on you. I put up 160 and lost. So Damn, that's tough. Yeah, fuck me. Uh, yeah, you, got, Cowboys. you got Dallas. Just for Zeke the sake of five Zeke touchdowns. doing fucking something. Yeah, you're gonna need that to uh, take down Tyree Kill and Russell Wilson and Alvin Kamara, all the weapons that Sam's got on his fantasy team. Let's get back to reality, though. Uh, Texans at the Bears, two teams that have had disappointing seasons. We talked about the Vikings earlier, going from one and five yep. to uh, six and six. Bears mm-hmm. gone from five and one to five and seven. I still think Houston wins this game. I just think the Bears are just so underwhelming, and you've said it again. Mitchell Trubisky is not a quarterback, um, not a good quarterback at all. Even though Chicago has a, a decent defense, I just still think um, Deshaun Watson is still a great quarterback, even though his team has overall struggled this year. And I still, I just think Houston will get it done. For me, there's something about Chicago that I, I got to pick them this week. Um, okay. If I don't, if they don't win this game, they're really looking at, I mean, I think they got to look at Nagy's job. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, Texas already, they, they nixed Bill O'Brien early. Um, but the, the Bears, you can't start five and one winning games against good teams that we can, we, we see this team. They beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to be a playoff team. Um, so what, what's the deal here? Um, yeah. If, if they don't win, um, they, I think they got to get somebody, some some young quarterback in the draft. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, because I don't, I don't think their answer for quarterback is is there. And I think there's some good quarterbacks in this draft. And I don't think just Trevor Lawrence or, uh, you know, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot Probably, of good quarterbacks uh, that can be game changers. Ian Book. Yeah, I like Book. I like the way yeah. he's playing. Um, that'll be interesting uh, in a couple weeks, not this weekend, but next weekend, we get to talk a little um, conference championship. Heck yeah. Um, craziness in college football uh, mm. because it's going to be interesting. All right. Back to reality. Uh, Broncos at the Panthers. Broncos gave uh, the Chiefs a run for their money. They tried. They really tried. But uh, the best they can finish is eight and eight. Same with the Panthers. Two, four yep. and eight teams. Who you got? Um, even though the Broncos put up an okay performance last week against a, a great Kansas city team, I, I still think, um, Carolina will just kind of run them down in the end. They'll just play the run game with McCaffrey and they'll just in the end, just be probably too much for Denver to handle. It'll probably be a close game, but I think Panthers should pull it off in the end. Yeah. I think it should be a good game, but, um, you know, not particularly 
entertaining. I think, yeah, I think exactly. it'll be close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. That, that's what I mean there. Yeah. Um, both have pretty average quarterback play. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater both um, do well, but not not fabulous. Mm. Um, and, you know, kind of same reason that I pick in Chicago. I just feel like Denver needs this one. Uh, Matt Rules in his first year with Carolina – they don't need this as much as, uh, as Denver. Yeah. There's just, I mean, I feel like they need it. So speaking of somebody that needs a win, um, as you pick Carolina, I pick Denver in that one. Um, we go to the only winless team and. Hey, they're going to win this week. They're going to win this week. We know it. <sighs> I mean, this has been what I've been. Really of. worried about because this is a trap game. If you've ever seen a trap game, and we just got trap gamed last week against yeah. the Giants, um, we really need to come out and win by. I mean, if we win by two touchdowns, fine. Like if we just need to win double digits, really, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm fine if we win no matter what because mm-hmm. we need to win. But yeah. we should not be winning the way that the Raiders won against the Jets. If we yeah. have to do that to beat the Jets. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to depend on them calling stupid, uh, stupid plays uh, on defense with yeah. you know twenty seconds to go. I, that was that was most one of the most unbelievable finishes. You yeah, jinxed it. Every, you should apologize to every New York Jets fan. Ridiculous. Um, on Sorry, this podcast uh, because you. You texted me. You said, how about them Jets? And I was in the same boat. I thought they were going to win. I was I on the golf anything. course, man. Yeah, I know you were not. <laughs> you, you, and, and, and I was uh, I was actually playing Xbox, but I had uh, NFL Red Zone up on my computer. Yeah. And and I'm talking to our buddy Mike on Xbox, mm-hmm. and I was, I was losing it. I was losing it to him. I was like, the Jets just did the biggest Jet uh, thing I've ever seen. Yeah. They blitzed like eight guys. When so allow a touchdown, you lose. Put everybody on your put eleven guys on the goal line. Like <laughs> I, 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 I lost it. It was, it was, it so was dumb. Uh, I mean, the Raiders should not have put themselves there. I don't know how the fuck they did. The Raiders beat the Kansas City Chiefs earlier this year, and then they do that. They need that to beat the Jets. Wow, I love that. Wow. Is why the NFL be, is great because I mean, it really there's a lot of parity. And, you know, there, there's still that chance of anything can happen because the Jets should not have been in that game. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I didn't watch the full game. Obviously, I was watching Red Zone. But, yeah. holy shit. Um, I really hope the Seahawks win. They should. Uh, but- they should. All I, I'm saying Seahawks, too. But if, if the Jets manage to pull this one off, you are never hearing the end of this. I, yeah. I'm really- never hearing the end of it. They, the Seahawks could really just come out win. I, I'm kind of happy that we had that loss against the Giants this I bet last you, week. I think because that boosts us a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, we, we like Seahawks don't blow a lot of teams out. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, they really struggle with playing complete games. But if there's a blowout to have, th- we got to have this, this one. Is, this is the one um, yeah. because we really could finish nine and four, or I mean, twelve and four. It's very much in the table on the mm-hmm. table for us, and twelve and four. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean for sure that we're not going to get the number one seed. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. still have a chance at it. So um, that'd be fun uh, to get. I mean, but at least, I, I, you know, New England wins tonight. We win. We're back in the driver's seat. Um, yeah. And we still are in control of our own destiny because we have the Rams coming up. Mm-hmm. But um, we're both thinking Seahawks. 
They really should win. If they don't win, um, uh, Michael will be solo hosting this podcast next week as I will go into hiding. Um, Indianapolis at Las Vegas. We just talked about Las Vegas. This is another really boring game. Yeah. I mean, two teams that are probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Raiders are on the outside looking in, I think, but um, just barely. Yeah. They got the same record as the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. What? So, you know, who the fuck knows? Um, Yeah. Who you, who you, uh, who you got? I'm going Indy. I'm going Colts. I just think the, the Raiders, even though they have some weapons and can play some decent offense are just really all over the place at times. And we saw that against the Jets. Like, they just make weird decisions and put themselves in situations they shouldn't be in. Um, and I think the Colts will exploit that, and they should get it done. I'm with you. And that was pitiful against the Jets. Um, and uh, and they did not redeem themselves just because the Jets called a stupid defensive play. No, not at all. Um, I got Indy as well. Washington football team at football. the San Francisco 49ers. Two teams that are pretty banged up. Um, but, uh, Washington, Alex Smith coming off a win, taking down the Steelers. You and I, we've been obsessing over the Steelers schedule saying, maybe they go undefeated. Maybe they go undefeated. We're talking about the bills. We're talking about the Browns. We're talking about this left, right, upside down. We never said the Washington football team. I'm sorry, Alex Smith. Uh, We (laughs) doubted him. He's, he's a really good quarterback and I forget it every year. Totally. He, He, he was the guy that. I mean, he he, he was the, the mentor. Did he played great for the Niners. Played great for the Niners. He was the mentor for uh, Patrick Mahomes for yeah. a year in Kansas City. Then he went to Washington. He I don't think he ever really got his feet on the ground. No pun intended, um, because his I mean legs, legs his legs got taken out from yeah. under him literally. Yeah. Um, I mean, almost almost died yeah like, dude and now and now he's winning games against undefeated Steelers yeah. teams um and then he's yeah. never playing like stellar games he's always like throwing really short but like accurate passes and will have like a touchdown yeah. or two but I he mean, just he's, yeah. yeah stud things you love to see Alex Smith playing if you would have told me that Colt McCoy and Alex Smith would be battling it out for a playoff spot like last year at this time, I, I would have been. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I had Colt McCoy, Alex Smith. They're both. They're both almost dead. Oh my god! Uh, I have Jesus. no idea who's going to win this game. To be honest, I mean, if you're Washington, you're you're still riding on cloud nine, um, and the Niners are still just all over the place. I really um, want to go with Washington because I think they'll they'll um, continue this trend of good football and i think alex smith will be feeling pretty damn good after last week's win but i have to stay hometown pride i'm going niners i am gonna go with the washington football team that's good i feel good about the washington football team niners they're not out of the playoff hunt though and they get the win here um, yeah you never know they, they they could get in at nine and seven maybe eight and eight Big because of that extra wild card spot Nick Mullins leading them. Nick Mullins and no, uh, no Kittle. It's uh, it's it's insane, but uh, yeah. you it's know somehow work and Bosa, no Bosa either. Jesus, ever half the team's done. Yeah, I mean I'm great you know, football player. Happy these. All right, Saints and Eagles. Any <laughs> chance? Oh, we got Jalen Hurts's first career start. Oh, they benched you're Carson totally Wentz. Right. They announced it. Thank God, Carson he, Wentz sucked. 
I think he pulls the upset. I I, I think it to, to me it's. Speak, I think Drew Brees thing. coming back this week too. I think. Oh. I don't. I did not. I don't Correct know. Correct me about if that. I'm wrong. I'm gonna. I'm gonna track while you while you yeah, talk about this matchup. Google. Um. The the thing that um that happens when there's a new quarterback, especially a young new quarterback, is the same thing that I think happens. Um when there's a coach firing and an interim coach comes in, there's kind of a boost for a team and it's even he's not more playing. so he's not. Well, taste them again. Um, this, this will be, a, this will be quarter more, more quarterback runs than quarterback passes yeah. in this game. Yeah. Um, but the thing that, that also is huge for the Eagles uh, that they have the advantage is what, who the hell, what the hell do the saints look at for film? Um, no idea. They look at, last year's college film for, for Jalen hurts. But that's um, just, it's such a different game. Yeah. But, but you see that boost always happen and it happens early season. Like last year, Daniel Jones was good in the first couple games. Um, he had some True. big games. Um, uh, you see uh, who else am I thinking of that had a good first couple games that flamed Mitch Trubisky. Yep. He had a good, his first season was better than he is now. Um, and you facts. see all this. High, what? I said facts backs i thought you were saying another quarterback um <laughs> uh so i i think they're gonna struggle a little bit but uh the saints really should win this game <sighs> yeah i don't know this is i i want to say eagles this is a trap game this is a total trap game. trap game if you're the saints i think i'm gonna stay with the saints but i think jalen hurts and the eagles give them a, a damn run for their money yeah yeah there'll be a little uh a little bit of a inflation for him for sure. I think they'll, I think Philadelphia will have the lead going into half. Um, okay. All right. But New Orleans just more veteran team. Um, yep. Better coached. I think, I mean, Doug Peterson sometimes has been a good coach, but other times I don't know what the fuck he's been doing. Yeah. Um, like when he went for two against the Seahawks Here we last go Monday night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doug Peterson. Fuck <laughs> Falcons at the Chargers in Los Angeles. Who you got? Yeah, it's got to be Falcons. These poor Chargers. Poor Chargers. What are the hell was that last week? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I feel bad too because the one of the buddies I was golfing with on Sunday was like, "Oh, do I start?" Oh shit, who was it? It was either Justin Herbert or um, what other quarterback played really well on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. It wasn't Baker. It wasn't – oh, man, who was it? Derek it was Carr a, played really well. No, it was a, It was like a secondary – hold on. I'm going to look it up and, and figure it out because it was a secondary quarterback, or and, and they played great. And I told them Justin Herbert to put in Justin Herbert instead. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I mean, speaking of that Jalen Hurts thing I was just saying, like Justin Herbert looked really good. Uh, it was Josh Allen. I told him not to put in Josh Allen. I told him to put in Justin Herbert instead and of Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, yikes. But 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 Justin Herbert's I mean he's at that crux in this rookie season of his right now mm-hmm. where everybody has film on him and Bill Bill Belichick one of the best um, scout guys in the game mm-hmm. um, and preparation guys in the game picked him apart like he was a JV high school quarterback yep. and so every every rookie quarterback hits that crux and I, I, you could almost see kind of Joe Burrow hitting that crux yeah. right around when he got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, he really struggled in the game against Washington. And we know Washington's a better team um, maybe than what their record is. But um, he, 
that happens with every rookie quarterback, and it's how do you respond once the defense finally has a grasp on what you're going to do and what you can do and what your playbook is and who your favorite receivers are and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know. I, Justin Herbert in college, I didn't really see him respond uh, to that because I follow the Pac-12 um, a little bit, mm-hmm. and I, he made incredible plays. Um, he won Washington some- lost last week, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, against Stanford, and now they're on COVID pause for the next fourteen days. Oh, so we look like we would if we would have won this weekend, we would have been playing the Pac-12 championship game. Instead, we're we're on pause right now. So, we're, yeah, um, college football. Any yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's batshit crazy. Um, but yeah, but but so we'll we'll see what Justin Herbert does going forward. Yeah. I, I don't think he'll beat the Falcons. I think the Falcons are, are okay. going to finish this yeah. season. And on a high know, note, relatively. They're not going to get to 500, but maybe, maybe seven and nine, So, um, which is good compared to how they started. So. Yeah, no kidding. Especially the way they started. You think about some of the games they lost. Shit, they lost the Bears, who now suck. They lost the Cowboys, who now suck. Yeah. They, they're I mean, a playoff team if they don't lose those games. They're a playoff team, and they're four and eight right now. So. Yep. Um, Packers at the Lions. A-Rodge, Rob, A-Rodge and Patty Mahomes, they're – Right now, they're the MVP races between those two. Mm-hmm. Unless Russell Wilson starts playing like the early season Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, it's really a two-horse race. Yeah. Um, but, hey, I mean, shout-out to the, these uh, – getting to this matchup. But, hey, shout-out to these Lions. They played pretty well last week. Um did. But that being said, uh, like you said, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, MVP candidates um, for sure. And I think that the – the Rodgers the Rogers bombs will be thrown this weekend, and Green Bay will win. I think Detroit will give them a yeah, run for their money. I though. traded you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you. So you're uh, loving that. All right. Yeah. Let's go to Sunday. I got Green Bay as well. I don't know if I said that, but nice. Lying there. No. Uh, Steelers at the Bills, 11-1. God, I'd love it if three. the Steelers – I'd love it if the Steelers lost. I'm picking Buffalo, so okay. All right, I, I want to die I last know. week. I'm doing it again. Fuck okay. the Steelers. Get I don't your know. Ass out of here. This is oh man, this would be a smart pick um, if you pulled this one off. But I think if you're the Steelers, you still have to show that you're a team to beat, even though you you lost your um, perfect record last week, um, and especially because this is probably their hardest opponent, one of their hardest opponents throughout the for the the remainder of the season. Um, I'm going to say Steelers. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going Pittsburgh. I don't All believe right. in them, but I just I, I think they're a better team than the Bills, even though the Bills are decent. They are, and I mean they. Josh Allen played well. Week. Josh Allen Josh played Allen. well last week. He, they can. They, he distributes the ball really well too. He does. He, he does. distributes the ball really well. Um, Monday Night Football, another great. I mean, Sunday Night Football is great. Thursday Night Football, the night's pretty good, and and now Monday Monday Night Football, Night's going to be lit. It, it is. I'm sure we're going to get plenty of texts from our buddy Austin. He's a big Cleveland Browns fan. Yep. Um, he he's been uh, he's been all over Cleveland this season, um, and uh, Cleveland's been all over a lot of their opponents this season. Yeah. Nine and three right now. What the now. fuck? Um, Cleveland with an injured OBJ. I think that made him better in a way. Yeah. Um, OBJ, he has unreal talent, but he also um, has been unreal cons- at times. inconsistency. Yeah, and 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 just distracting. Um, and yeah. I, I feel like me as an offensive lineman, um, I I always am annoyed by kind of 
prima donna wide receivers and cornerbacks. Um, and he is just the most kind of prima donna one ever. Um, and I feel like that that's hard to get behind as a teammate. Um, yeah, and not, and not. I'd, be, I'd be more annoyed than him with him than, um, than encouraged by him or encouraging him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that takes a toll on a locker room. Um, oh yeah. When a locker a room takes a toll and that takes a toll on the performance on the field. So I think it's almost helped. Cause I, I, I like Jarvis Landry a lot more. I think he, he plays with a fucking fire um, and, and intensity less than some of the antics that OBJ is toned back on a little bit, but still mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Without a doubt. But that being said, I like Juice Landry. I like – I kind of like Baker's playing. I'm not happy that, that we're going to get a bunch more commercials, but I'm picking Baltimore because um, oh, they need to win this game. Okay. I'm going Browns, dude. They need They need to win. They I'm going Browns. Win. I'm believing. I am believing. You're, you're on the Cleveland train. All right. Well – Got to make sure it's my fantasy lineup. Just, I don't know what make me – would made me think yeah, about make a note on that. for the Thursday night. Dude, it's always the Thursday night games that screw me over. Always the Thursday night games. Continue. Yeah, Sorry. You, you got to catch yourself uh, ahead of those. Yeah, no worries. Anything more from the NFL this week from you? What you got for your uh, – what's your – Great games. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. Your Super Bowl matchup, what's it, what's it thinking? Similar? Same? I'm I'm gonna change it this week. Oh, um, he's changing it because the Seahawks Seahawks really disappointed me. And oh, uh, okay, yeah, Kansas City, New Orleans. I'm gonna it's, go Kansas City. It's expected, but I'm going Kansas City and oh fuck, I kind of want to say Kansas City, Green Bay. Mm, that's very viable. Both of those are viable, and I mean. I think the NFC is wide open because oh, yeah. yeah, a yeah. lot of them are who comes to play. I, yes. I think New Orleans, yes. New Even Orleans, Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Green Bay. I mean, they got flattened um, yeah. by Tampa Bay um, and, and New Orleans, I think they're less consistent with Drew Brees. Um, yeah. Because he is so hit or miss. And totally. he, at this point in his career, if he's forced into making a play, he can't make a play other than checking it down to Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara and hoping that Alvin Kamara makes the play. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing, I mean, the Seahawks could absolutely run the table mm-hmm. um, because they always seem to play their competition. I don't think they're going to be out of any game ever. Um, and, uh, and they, they love to play and they, they got weapons in there that Carlos Dunlap on the D line is a huge pick. Um, but you know, I, I, they obviously have a lot of questions after last week. Yeah. Um, we'll see how they respond. I, I still think Arizona could fucking skirt into the playoffs and then yeah, have a Yeah, who knows, have a dude. This, it, so. this year especially, the playoffs are going to be wide open. Yeah. Wide open. And, I can't wait and, to predict and those. who knows what the fuck will happen with COVID because if we have a totally. situation like Baltimore yeah. where it the could star quarterback gets yeah. COVID, are completely they going to delay a, the game? Or yeah. is Robert Griffin going to have to start – you know, a fucking like a game. championship game. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, because 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 that just. I mean, I'm not gonna watch a full championship game if the if, if you know, God forbid, Russell Wilson get COVID and mm. Geno Smith, our backup quarterback, has to start. Like, 
it's not God. it's it's not even close to the same team even if he's yeah. the only guy one guy yeah it's not one even guy close changes to the same it team. and same thing with kansas city if patrick mahomes gets yeah. covid which i'm i know they're not taking shit ser- as seriously in kansas city as they no. are in seattle um so i'm i'm really excited though um because seattle Knock on wood, they're the only team still with no positive COVID cases in the NFL, which is That's incredible. I think it's a testament to the coaching, um, making sure that all the players are doing what they need to do to be responsible. Yep. And um, and I think I think part of it's the city um, and the state is uh, yeah, totally being smarter than some of the southern states. The SEC, we've seen outbreak after outbreak with all the SEC college oh, surprising. Teams. So um, yeah, so it. It's something interesting to follow, and it's not the biggest factor this year, but it's definitely a factor, and oh, it yeah. might be a factor in the playoffs. Let's get to stoppage time. Yeah. The Premier League kicks off another week. Um, of Another uh, week for Arsenal to disappoint me. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they don't God, disappoint you this week. Fuck, I hope not. <laughs> hey, this oh, is really the week for them to get back on track. But let's start in chronological order. One game tomorrow or today, if you're listening good to game. it when we upload it. A good two teams that yeah. are, I mean, they got a chance maybe to Crack play that top, top five. Foot. Yeah. Well, maybe. But Leeds has really kind of struggled as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they had a tough one last week versus a good Chelsea squad, lost mm-hmm. 3-1. Week Same before with that, uh, though, West Ham, I believe. The, West Ham is also 3-1. They lost to they United. lost to, to another big six team in United three one, okay, um, but they both had a win the week before that. Um, they they kind of have. I mean, you look at their past two games at least. Um, they each lost three to one to a um, top six or big six team, and then they the week before that they each won by one goal against mm-hmm. the team that was leading early in the season. Yes, Everton for uh, Leeds and uh ashton villa for west ham How, where where are you falling here on this one west ham actually played i watched that whole west ham united game and west ham played really solid up until that that second half obviously when marcus rashford and bruno fernandez came on um and they, i think they got really unlucky too i think that uh second goal the paul pog the goal definitely that ball definitely curved out but they couldn't overturn it because they had a camera they didn't have a a proper camera lined up which was just unlucky you can't do a whole lot about that but I mean besides that West Ham played um decent that's just a tribute to how good Marcus Rashford and and uh Bruno Fernandez are as much as I hate to say it um but I mean this should be a shootout I mean Leeds are a really physical team and they'll never really stop the stop uh pressing you and and trying to get you off the ball um, I think this is going to be a draw, though. I think it's going to be like a 1-1, 2-2 draw. I just don't see either team having a real advantage here. I think they both still have their flaws, and I don't know if, if they'll be able to exploit one another. To an yeah, you, uh, you sounded like you were going hammers there for a second. I, um, I thought about it. I thought about it. So I, I thought I was going to be the original one when I said draw, but uh, I say draw as well. So nice. uh, No, fuck it. You said If you say draw, I'm going to say West Ham. Okay. You convinced me. You convinced okay. Go me Hammers, with your baby. West Ham speech that you didn't follow. Uh, uh, I did not watch the full West Ham and you game, but uh, I'll take a word for it. And uh, yeah, Leeds, Leeds, I, I've, I've lost a little bit of faith in them um, the past couple games. 
We got a uh, quadruple header on uh, Saturday. A little Derby action in the middle there. Yeah. We will get there. Um, but first, we go to Wolverhampton. Wolves hosting Aston Villa. Two of these teams. Again, these kind of like the last match we just talked about. Two of these teams that, you know, might vie for uh, – Finishing top 10 for sure, but maybe top five. They might be one of those yeah. teams. Um, Wolves, Aston Villa, who you got? Um, I'm still taking I, – I still think Villa win this game. I, I, just, I don't know why I said still. I think Villa will win this game. Um, mainly because Wolves are still, are still without Raul Jimenez. Um, but he was – he's out of the hospital, and they showed pictures of him at training the other day, which is awesome. Love to see that. But I think um, because of that – Villa are a team that really rely on the counterattack too and can and can push the ball forward pretty quickly, as can the Wolves. But without Raul, your main man up top controlling that, they're, I think they're going to struggle um, getting getting solid attacks in. I think Villa will kind of run them down in the end, get a lucky counterattack or two, and I think uh, Aston Villa win it. I'm going to go against you and uh, say Wolves. Okay. My reasoning, I got none. Nice. Love those. We love <laughs> they're, those. They're playing at home. You know, we're getting a little, uh, we're getting a little fans in the stadium and, and I feel like, yeah, that's, that's great, dude. Boost, I think the, um, the addition of far. the, the addition of the fans back in the stands has really changed the dynamic because they got so used to every kind of game was like neutral ground. Cause there's no fans to, to alter yeah. one side or another. And I think that's definitely changing now that fans are yeah. back in the stadium. I mean, I think there was a little bit of advantage because his home turf. Yeah. Yeah. Like, being able to sleep in your own bed the night before, you yeah. know, see your family the morning of, all that mm-hmm. stuff um, is a little different. And, and I don't know totally. what the, oh, the whole protocol you go through by, when they were traveling. Yeah, um, I have no idea. But but I think that's it, – it's – I mean, it sounds <laughs> – excuse me. Um, it it sounds like – I mean, that, that spurs um, – Arsenal, North London Derby. I mean, it mm-hmm. sounded like that stadium was 75% yeah. full, not, you know, yeah. 2,000. Um, and obviously that's a Derby game. So uh, a lot different energy and yeah, the first totally. one that they, they get fans in. So, uh, but, but it, it, you know, the people that are there, they're going to bring it. Um, oh yeah. Because, you better. Because uh, I believe every team in Europe, every team in a serious, serious league um, or even like MLS, you know, maybe not there yet, um, but the Sounders and LAFC and, and serious teams, their fans believe that they can make a difference um, at games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like the Seahawks 12th man, um, you know, goes fucking crazy because they seriously feel like they can make a difference. Yeah. Uh, and, and you could feel that energy, um, especially after we lost it for a while. Mm-hmm. You could feel no, no fucking um, added in pumped in background noise can match the actual intensity of, of fans. Yeah trying to help their team win um, mm-hmm. not not just applauding seeing it in person but believing that they um can change the outcome of the game so yep. that's why i'm going wolves Where? um first home game for fans for newcastle as they host west brom in the second game of the quadruple header uh, newcastle had last week off what do they do this week i think they get a dub uh mostly because they're playing west brom and they're at home and they have fans i think all those will add up um and they'll they'll get the job done it probably won't be pretty because newcastle don't play pretty but they're playing they're playing a west brom team that has struggled sitting close to arsenal here in the bottom of the fucking table um but that being said newcastle will get a win yeah um 
if West Brom wins, I mean, and Arsenal loses, that'd be crazy. Don't even. But don't even. I, they're four points. They are, they're four points away from 15th place Arsenal. Uh, they're climbing on them, I believe. I don't actually believe. Newcastle will win. Um, you know, this, this, is, this is the homeland of soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, up there in, in North England, uh, and they're going to go crazy just to be able to watch. We we went to the Fulham game uh, at the end of uh, not last season, obviously because nobody at the end of last season, but the season before that, um, the nineteen, the eighteen nineteen season. Yes, um, and we saw Newcastle, and they were going fucking bananas yeah, dude, just because they, they didn't get relegated. Um, yeah. they, they took. They were over going the crazy using the Fulham fans, dude. Yeah, they had far. more presence than that the entire like Fulham fan base. It was crazy. Yeah, Newcastle fans were wild. And talking about fans that go wild for soccer games, let's go to Manchester Old Trafford, the theater of dreams. Manchester United, Manchester City. Two teams. I, we've I've had questions about both these teams. Yeah. Um. Throughout the season, Man City has not played to what they should be playing. Mm-hmm. We've what we've seen. Pep. Um. They're finding their form now. out of them, but they're getting back into it. They're going into Champions League. They qualified easily because yep. I mean they had probably the easiest group. I think. Yep. Manchester United, Champions League. Eh, no Champions League. They're going to get some Thursday night football. Um, and I play saw, in Europa. I saw a brilliant meme. Someone posted a picture of Cavani's like arrow celebration. They showed a, uh, a board with Champions League right in the middle and Europa at the bottom. The arrow was going into the Europa. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> Can't talk because Arsenal are in Europa too, and we're shitting it in the table. But yeah, it was funny. I love all yeah. the, the, the United slander. Uh, are you both of these teams' positions added together mm-hmm. is not even to your position. Six plus seven, thirteenth. Your guys are fifteenth. So be careful when you're taking shots against Manchester. That's all I'm saying. We don't know how many uh, how many fans we got um, in the listening section. Um, <laughs> uh, they're all they're all Manchester fans. Uh, who you got? Manchester Derby. Um, this is this is Manchester got a point on him in the table right now. Manchester City, United. City definitely have the advantage because they're finding form at the right time. They're still by far the team with the most structure, and they'll definitely control um, possession through the majority of the game. Where United is going to rely on that counter attack. But the thing is, when Bruno and um, Bruno and Marcus. Rashford aren't up to par up to their, their standards of, of great ball movement and great attacking positions. They United really struggle. And we saw them struggle even against RB Leipzig and the back line of United was just a total mess. Harry Maguire doing Harry Maguire things and just sucking, which is always really enjoyable to see. Um, but yeah, th- this game entirely rely and is entirely dependent on which United teams show up. If United can, get the ball moving upfield. Bruno can create chances. And if Anthony Martial remembers how to shoot a football, soccer ball, same with Aubameyang, I guess. Um, What's going to happen? Are they going to do that? No, no. I'll get to the point. City City are going to win. Yeah. (laughs) If they can do that, yeah, it will win, but they will not. Yeah. I agree. City will win. 
in the theater crowd will be fun there oh um, yeah but they're gonna be disappointed uh another big matchup um not two big six teams but everton they're i mean it's everton and leicester that are kind of those solidly just dark outside horses, that big dark six. horses um everton however they've been going the wrong way in the table they have losing three of their last five and then they drew their last game to Burnley as well. They've only won one out of their last five, and that was a one-goal win over Fulham. Uh, Not saying they drew much. Versus Burnley, they lost to Leeds, lost to Man United three-one, and they lost to Newcastle two-one. So, do they have a chance against Chelsea, who is two points off the top of the table? Yes, but I don't think they're going to win. I think Everton. This is a total uh, um, kind of a. This you could get if you're Chelsea, you get lured into a trap here. So you could be feeling pretty comfortable because Chelsea's form has been really great recently. Um, but we know Everton are a team that can hurt you if you're not completely on your game. But Chelsea have seemed to figure out their defense. Um, I think Everton might give them a run for their money, maybe go up one zero early, make Chelsea worry. But I think they'll come back in the end. I think the Blues will win it. Chelsea, even though they're both Blues, up to Toffees, no. <laughs> you got Chelsea. I'm yep. saying Everton be... grinds this Ooh. one out. Give them a draw. Give them okay, a draw. Okay, okay. I was waiting for that. I was like, damn, you're going Everton win. I was draws a good draws a good shout. I you know I think they'll I think they'll find it. But I want a Pulisic goal um, oh, to equal out a, a Calvary. We love an American goal. goal. We didn't even talk about Weston McKinney's banger for Juventus the other day. That yeah. shit was <laughs> sick. <laughs> Doggy. Love that it. That was a good one. Uh, let's get to Sunday. We got a quintuple header. Uh, you thought the quadruple header was big. Give me a quintuple header. Um, Southampton, Sheffield. Not much to talk about here, but. Hey, Southampton find themselves in fifth, which is crazy enough. And Sheffield find themselves sitting pretty far at the bottom of the table. Um, but that being said, I think Southampton are, are going to find find a find a winner here. It's not going to be pretty. It might be one zero, maybe a penalty goal, but Southampton should find the win. I don't have much to say about these blades. I agree with you. Southampton will win. Crystal Palace at Spurs. Who you got? Fucking Spuds. It's my nick. It's my nickname for the Spurs. I don't want the Spurs to win, but the Spurs are going to win. I agree with you. Crystal Palace coming off a big win, however. They did, um, yeah. And Wilfred they, they Zaha can play stuff. well. This is a little – it's a London derby, technically. Yeah. Um, I'd so... love it if Crystal Palace shocked them and got a – even a draw I'd be stoked with, but I just, this Spurs team are just they're, fucking good. They're good. God, they're it's good. so frustrating. I mean, they, they... – just They're tactically correct, or at least have been the past four or five games. They know what they're doing. They kill it on the counterattack, and they will hurt you when it counts. And, as simple as and, that. and the brilliance of Harry Kane and Son. Like, I mean, and you, you said it when we were watching that Arsenal Spurs game. You said it's frustrating because they haven't done anything. And yeah. and, and that's exactly what Spurs they don't do. Need they to. don't the do anything. They don't need to. They don't allow a goal and they give it to Son and Harry Kane and they yeah, let them I, do what I they watched, fucking do. I watched uh, one, of the, one of the NBC Sports analysis guys talk about the first the goal. Uh, son's just absolutely rocket ship of a goal 
which I saw that going. I was like, oh, well, cool. Awesome. I'll go fuck myself. Um, but if you watch the buildup of that play, Hector Bellerin's running down the side. They, Arsenal had a brief buildup attack, and then the ball comes out. Hector Bellerin is completely just unaware of Son, just tracking by himself. Son makes a run. Bellerin's caught and is sprinting back. And then Son gets to the top of the box. He's one-on-one with Rob Holding. Bellerin's starting to come back. Two defenders are like, all right, who's going to take him if he if he cuts it, cuts straight and keeps going and runs down towards towards the touchline, who's going to run with him? And if he cuts in, who's going to who's going to stay with him? And there was just no connect. Rob Holding stays back. Bellerin's not doing anything. Son comes in and just shoots a rocket. It's just yeah. it, and unsavable. Just, yeah. you know, and, and and that's the thing. Harry Kane and Son, if you give them that an much inch space, of space, an inch, boom, boom, you're done. Uh, let's move on. Liverpool, Fulham, any chance for the Cottagers to pull the upset? Nope, sadly not. Liverpool are, are still a great team. We, we know that we expect that. Um, and they will, they will crush Fulham probably like three zero. Yeah. It might be even worse. I got Liverpool yeah. as well. Arsenal Burnley should be another straightforward <laughs> one on paper. However, Arsenal Dude, what I don't, what I hate, what I don't understand is Arteta's like, yeah, we're throwing in crosses. We're we're working to the game plan. Why the fuck are they throwing in crosses? It doesn't make sense. Aubameyang can't head the ball. Lacazette can't head the ball. It's it, there were chances in the Tottenham Arsenal game, and they just they just didn't happen. There was a few. Kieran Tierney throws an absolutely gorgeous cross. There was one in particular where, like, right on Aubameyang's head, and he just he just scorched it over the bottom. I saw a thread on Twitter earlier this week of. It was like Kieran Tierney getting robbed of assists this season. And there are videos of like four or five brilliant, brilliant crosses to Lacazette or Aubameyang. They just don't, they just don't connect because they're not players that can head the ball. And it still just comes down to lack of creativity in that midfield, um, which is frustrating. But I think Arsenal need to fucking pull this off, dude. If, if they don't, this fan base is going to erupt more than they already have. So got to stay yeah. Arsenal. Okay, so I asked – I picked Arsenal as well. I'm picking okay. Arsenal as well. I asked you this last week. Mm-hmm. If Arteta Arsenal stays. somehow if, – if they don't win this game – He still stays. I think he stays for the rest of the season. I was – I don't think I've told you this, but here's my – What here's does it my... take? What does it take for him to, to get kicked out? Shit, get I don't know. Sacked? They I lose Europa and they're still in 15th with – like if come the a, new year, yeah, yeah. It's January. Yeah, oh well, they wouldn't have been kicked out of Europa yet, um, but they they lose all their cup games. If what I think they they still back him. Okay, here's the reasoning. It's because there's when you get a new when a team gets a new manager. There's always those first four or five yeah. months where the team is energized. They've got belief in themselves and the manager. But then there's kind of that honeymoon is over. We've obviously passed the honeymoon stage, gone, dusted. The problem right now is they need to invest money into a midfield. They need to invest in things where Arteta can work whatever fucking methods he wants to work. Because I do think he has the right stuff. He has the right intentions. I think players back him, they just can't seem to – They just there's no connect for whatever, whatever reason. Um, but, yeah, if Arsenal are in 15th through the new year and they don't make any signings – in, in this transfer window, there's going to, that's when, that's when Arteta's job is going to be questioned. I still believe him. I still think he's got the right stuff. I think players believe in him, but they need, something needs to happen. 
All right. I think I think he's on the hot seat just because of the expectations. Yeah, that's um, fair. And and we and big six clubs are more known to get. I mean, they get jerky quicker than. Yep. And I guess a lot of people's reasoning is like he's inexperienced, like inexperienced, which, which I get, I mean, which which is the same thing. Like, like Frank Lampard. I mean, that's the same reason that Chelsea brings him in is different when he gets 200 million to spend on players though. And he had, he had managerial experience as a first, like as a, but still, yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, but, but I mean, you get it. You get a young guy. And a former player um, mm. that people know because because you you want to give very likable you know, yeah you want to have some some sense of consistency some normalcy mm-hmm. yeah um, to be able because I mean if if a if I'm a player looking mm. where where do I want to go I don't mm-hmm. want to come into some place that switch managers every, every yeah. once in a while yeah um, and so I hope Arsenal doesn't make a jerk decision but I I don't know I worry about. They take their Arsenal really. I mean, they take their Arsenal. They take their football really seriously at yeah. Arsenal. But the, um, I just think you can't. They're they're probably can't. lucky that fans aren't there this season, yeah. actually. Because I just uh, think maybe, you, they'd you be can't here. you can't sack him if he hasn't gotten any support from the board. He's he's allowed. He's had one transfer window. Like that's not enough to like bolster the team that he wants. And I still the fucking Ozil situation will always confuse and piss me off. Apparently, he got a he. There's rumors that he got like a big deal from DC United, so who knows if we'll see Mez in the MLS. Well, MLS action. Sick. It's it's DC so United unfortunate. Is really bad. So they yeah. they got they got to do whatever they can. Yeah. They, it, what what if he comes in and starts going Zlatan in MLS? That'd be sick. Be mad? <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> I I still think he he fits into this fucking team like he has to. It's just yeah. I, I mean, to to me, it's just I value leadership a lot more than yeah. others do. I think obviously a lot more than, you know, Arteta does. Um, but yeah, there's been lack of leadership on the field as well. Aubameyang has just not been. It. Yeah. I mean, that, that was, that was the first Arsenal game. I think I've watched start to finish, like really watching, watching it and not mm-hmm. doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I could tell that there was nobody on that team saying like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Kieran Especially Tierney, in a Derby dude, game. Always fucking Kieran Tierney. That dude's a brick shit house. He's just a psycho. He like, whenever they show training pictures it's like 35 40 degrees outside and they're all bundled up this fucker's just always in shorts and t-shirt he's just a savage i love the kid he's the only one he's there's there's no fight hector bellerin is just a piece of shit cannot take a throw in oh my god i can't believe it all right time anyways we're we're moving on from let's move on on. we're done done. lester brighton to finish off that's at the same time as arsenal burnley Uh, yeah it is I think it's going to be a better game than Arsenal Burnley in theory because I think Arsenal might cruise to victory there. Oh God, uh, I hope so. So let you know maybe Arsenal will get to a good enough spot that you switch over to Leicester Brighton. What do you think uh, is going to happen that game? Leicester, Leicester going to win. Brighton are just not not the powerhouse. We saw Jamie Vardy pull off a, a late late game winner the other week, kick the corner flag, which is pretty hilarious. Turned into a meme. Yeah. Um, everyone's yeah. like kicking the pride flag. And then he yeah. signed it and it is giving it up for their auction on like pride or um, Leicester city, like pride football, which is kind of sick. So yeah, a lot of, yeah. great uh, picture too, of him just destroying the flag, but yes, Leicester, Leicester win it. I'm with you as well. Uh, I got Leicester winning nice. as well. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Do, do we want to do, 
just a speed round, no explanation for the midweek games? Go for it. Because we're we're that we're <laughs> this is the first midweek yeah. um, PL time, and we, we should at least get sure. our thoughts on. Might will probably change um, after mm-hmm. I watch the weekend games, but let's just fire through it because we got some good ones in here. Stand by. Tuesday. I'm, I'm pulling up the schedule again because I put it away. <laughs> Got to be all over this, man. Go for it. Tuesday. Right. Tuesday. Wolves, Chelsea. 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 I think Wolves will scrape out a draw on this one. Okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling risky. Did I? Midweek no. really. No, what? I picked I picked Chelsea to draw last time. Mm. I'm 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 picking Chelsea to win this one. Okay. I can't pick them to draw twice in a row because that fair. will not That's happen. But I think it's yeah. All right. Other Tuesday game, Man City, West Brom. City. I agree with that one. Uh, let's go move on. Arsenal, Southampton. Draw. Screams draw. Ooh. I'm going to say Arsenal. I think Arsenal won this one. Nice. I like that belief. Mainly because Arsenal's been showing up in Europa, which is midweek. Um, ah, and I that's kinda, true. That's true. And it's a pretty easy schedule. But that's true. I think Southampton's kind of a team that would, you know, be like Molde in Europa or something. Molde um, or Dundalk. Molde. They're not as bad as Dundalk. <laughs> Dundalk. The pride of Irish football. Um, Leeds, Newcastle. Leeds. Uh, I'm going to say draw. Okay. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. Uh, Lester Everton. Lester. I'm going to go Everton. Okay. Mainly because I'm just feeling, you know, not agreeing with you. This next one we might agree. Fulham Brighton. <laughs> it's got to be Brighton. I am Or draw. You. I think I still think Brighton, Brighton, Brighton. Brighton? Okay. Yeah, Mopai will find the back. We'll find the back of the net, and a huge one. This is the one that we needed to cover: Liverpool, Spurs at Anfield. Maybe, maybe, Spurs, maybe the winner of this game wins the league. That's my. That was just gonna. This is if if Spurs can win this game, they are in serious talks for winning the league. It's it's them or Chelsea. I think are are my two right now. I think. That being said, I think it's going to be a draw. Draw, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, I'm trying not to discuss that much, but but it, mm. it, it is uh, Spurs huge, have struggled in Europa, huge. yeah. Um, and I know Jose is going to be, I Short think he's going to be smart rather than, yeah. I, I think he might not even start Kane and so on this game, or he might not start. Am I playing for a half? It, it'll it'll be interesting to see how he manages yeah, yeah. Totally. this weekend because. Obviously, their game this weekend isn't as big as this Liverpool Spurs game, but they yep. still should win this weekend against yeah. the Crystal Palace team that's going to give them their all. Yep. Totally. All right. Speaking of Crystal Palace, a little London Derby, West Ham, Crystal Palace. Who you got? West Ham, Hammers. Blow them bubbles, baby. I got Crystal. Okay. London will be. I like how we're just red. What are they? Midweekers are wild. Yeah. All right. Two more on Thursday. We'll pick them right now. Aston Villa, Burnley. Villa. Actually, I, I lied. Draw. Draw. I was going to agree with you when you said Villa, but I guess we're disagreeing again. I got Villa. You got a draw. 
And finally, the Blades and United. I mean, they're both United, technically. Sheffield United, Man United, who you got? Yeah, Man U. I am with you on that one. Manchester United, we picked all of this week's games. This weekend's game, we picked all of next weekend's Damn next right, week, baby. Day's games. Wild. No more Europa and Champions League. We're going to ha- talk about the draw for Champions League Definitely. next week. We got NBA, NBA basketball coming soon. Not we next week, basketball. I believe. Week after. We're, we're going to find out how to weave that in um, to our already loaded schedule. We're going <laughs> to weave it in a lot more after the Super Bowl, probably. Yeah. Um, or at least in January once once NFL playoffs um, totally. pass us by. Um, let's let's do one more pick them actually while we're okay. still here. MLS Cup, Columbus. Oh, it's got to be your boys. It's got to be your boys. I'm going. I Sanders, love mate. it. We're picking Sounders across the board. We're born in 1974, baby. Nice. We also have uh, plans right now for a special guest next week. Do we call um, him special? We have we have a guest. <laughs> right. um, we have a guest next week, um, and we're going to talk about. Champions League draw. We're going to talk baby. about midweek soccer, Premier League chant, title chances. Um, you know, we're going to talk about his new puppy. Um, who yeah. the fuck else? No, I mean, not a puppy, but you know, a dog. He's like old, um, has like cavities and shit. That he's um, but we'll get him out of we'll get him out of, of out of doggy duty um, oh, yeah. for uh, you know an hour and a half next week. Anything from you? No, man, that's it. Out? All right, let's Sign go on Thursday baby. Night Football. Let's do it. Rams, Patriots, thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay sharp out there. Peace.